expecting big things uh, for, for a variety of reasons, but more so than anything else because like the boys are expecting big things for themselves as well. And that's where I've been really glad to see over the past 18 months or whatever our culture really grow. That was OCS football coach Brooks Stevenson talking about his expectations for the Saints this year. Today, we take a look ahead at the Oklahoma high school football season where we'll get a first-hand look at how the Edmonds schools are shaping up. We're joined by high school beat writer Cameron Jordan, and yes, that's Jordan, not Jordan, who traveled around the Edmond area to get a first-hand look at each team. This is what he found. I'm James D. Jackson, and this is the Oklahoman Sports Insider. Yeah, I got you. So, Cam, you and I were invited out to Ed Memorial for this past weekend, and there's a lot going on over there. There's there's a new coach, a new staff, and and a lot of newfound energy. What were you sensing out of the Bulldogs uh, in your visit? Yeah, you know, there's just a, a renewed energy, a new vigor around the program that just really seems like they're they're going to turn something around. You know, a lot of times, and that's what's going to happen when you get a new coaching staff. All the coaching staff stuff came together. just really felt like that was what needed to happen. So I was able to bring in uh, nine new coaches. There's going to be that that sense of enthusiasm and everything, but Emma Memorial's junior class has is, is been highly touted. They went 7-2 and two during their freshman season, and, and their junior class is bound to have a really big breakout year. But just talking with the players, talking with uh, Coach Logan Thomas, uh, who came over from Piedmont, where he's been the past two seasons, you just really get a sense that Emma Memorial is in a great position to to do really good things this year, and they have a great opportunity to, to start off really strong. Um, you know, went 0 and 10 last year, didn't even get to play in the playoff game because of a COVID issue, so they're kind of a really sour note. Really easy to put that on the back burner, but really sense that this is an Emma Memorial team that that has a really good mindset, really good outlook heading into the season. Uh, everything that they were saying was really good. We'll see if that translates to the field. Yeah, you mentioned that strong freshman year out of this junior league group. They're excited about this season despite last year because of that 7-2 freshman year, which is kind of what quarterback Markel Johnson and receiver Cole Grayson were telling me. A lot of us really came close during, like, freshman year. Freshman. I think what got us close is our team was just yeah. good. But let's talk about the other reason that Ed Memorial is pretty excited for this season. They got a new coach in Logan Thomas. What's his story? You know, he's actually an Emma Memorial grad. Uh, came actually, I was lucky enough to get a job here out of out of college. Um, so my first four years coaching and teaching was here, um, and then went to UConn for a year and coached for Jeremy Reed, and then spent two years at Piedmont with Jeff. Just turned thirty this year, so he's a really young head coach. I'd argue that he's one of the youngest. Um, football head coaches here in the in the Oklahoma City area, um, uh, but at Piedmont under Coach Jeff Hall, who's still out there about to begin his third season, um, Jeff just raved about how how good of a coach Logan was. He's really good with the kids, really good with the X's and O's, and mm-hmm. just seemed to really understand it. And he was widely thought of as one of the top assistants in the uh, Oklahoma City area uh, coming into the year. So when I've heard that Emma Memorial was making this hire, I thought automatically when you get someone who's an alum, when you get someone who knows the program, when you get somebody who's on the up up and coming like this, I thought it was just a really excellent hire, and and we'll see how it pans out. So let's shift to Oklahoma Christian School, which is coming off a deep playoff run. What did you hear from Brooks Stevenson and his squad? Yeah, I went out to OCS, and it's uh, it's year two. They're they're expecting really big things this year. Um, just similar to last year, you know, they made the the run into the state semifinals in Class Two A under 
uh, first year coach and and but they're coming back this year and and they're expecting really big things you know last year with with COVID being a really big issue Brooks Stevenson being in his first year then he didn't have much time to really figure out his system and get his system in and didn't have a spring ball didn't really have a normal summer so for them to get as deep as they did with on as little experience and and, and as they did was pretty incredible like they know what the expectation is uh, and they've raised the bar of expectation for themselves as well so they've got all those same expectations about you know on-field success and things like that um, but more so than anything else the thing that I love seeing these guys do is especially our upperclassmen are just leading our team really well and I think it's really going to translate well so uh, but they're expecting really big things and it all starts with Colin Madison um, mm-hmm. he's a uh, he's standout wide receiver and defensive back earned second team all-state honors last year had 16 touchdowns on offense and on defense intercepted 10 passes and had 110 tackles so I know that you know as I had somebody asking the other day as well about you know now that the secret's kind of out of the bag on him a little bit like you're gonna get game planning towards him and our our um attitude to that to be honest with you is kind of like go for it um he's back talked with him too he's he's really excited for this year uh not really tried to talk to him a little bit about recruiting and just isn't really focused on that he's more focused on his team and and everything that they have the opportunities to do this year so. I mean, back to these guys they're we're working hard every day so we're getting better and we know it's only up from here Really looking forward to a big year from, from OCS again, and I think uh, Colin Madison is a name that we're going to be seeing uh, just plenty this year because of how dominant of a player he is. We're, we're lucky to have the versatility and some weapons like a Will Watson, like a Henry Rothwell, and some others, especially offensively, where it's a little bit of pick your poison of, okay, you want to double this guy, then we've got another option, another option, another option. And, uh, Colin's a great player, but uh, to be able to have you know multiple great players will spread the ball around too. Uh, we're not only expecting a big season from him, but we're expecting a big season from like, all of our guys. So. After OCS, you went out to the Deer Creek area to see Way Stanley and his group. They won four games last year, kind of a mid-season for them. What did you hear out of that group? What are you expecting them to do this year? Yeah, you know, Deer Creek was very similar to Edmund Memorial and, and even Mustang in the fact that last year they had to play a ton of sophomores. Um there were a ton of new faces that had to step up last year. There were injuries, um, not a lot of camaraderie built throughout the year just because people were in and out of the lineup, a bunch of sophomores, a bunch of young guys getting really uh, valuable reps. But that that's hope, hoping to pay dividends this year, uh, Coach Wade Stanley has told me. And, and you know, they're bringing back eight starters on both sides of the ball. Uh, they're bringing back four starters on their offensive line, including OU commit Jacob Sexton, the big-time uh, offensive line prospect. We've got a, a good group of veteran offensive linemen coming back. Obviously, Jacob's part of that. And, then and uh, you know, we've got – four returners and, and one guy that saw time last year there at the O-line. So we've got a good group there and uh, expecting big things from them. It's also quarterback Brett Pence is back. We're looking for him to continue to make good improvement, which he has, and, and uh, you know, excited about him coming back. And then we've got Gavin Smith, a returning starter that's a big, you know, 6'3 receiver for us. So those are guys we, we, we look to – on some. Wade Stanley is really looking for a big year on offense for Deer Creek, and it's and the same with defense. When you have eight people coming back, you'd expect there to be some really good, solid foundations there. You know, Javion Jones, Eli Dunn, some of those guys are going to play big roles for us. Javion will be a corner and a wide receiver. Rouse will be another Bryson yeah. Rouse who will play receiver and some DB for us. You know, those are guys that that we look for. Uh, Denver Hanna's a 
a, a big, you know, fast defensive end that'll that'll hopefully make some impacts there as well. Deer Creek has an opportunity to be really good this fall. and definitely has a chance to get into the playoffs in a in a really tough district. But with all that experience back, they're expecting really big things. Uh, have a have a big game to start against Edmond North uh, here in a couple of weeks. That'll actually be a pretty fun game to watch. Uh, but you know, it's a, it should be a pretty interesting year for uh, for Deer Creek with all that experience. Now we'll go to your alma mater. There's a lot of excitement for the Edmond Santa Fe Wolves after making it to the state championship game last year. Who do they have coming back? Obviously the Chitron brothers, but how is this team shaping up? Yeah, you know, Santa Fe did lose a bunch of key pieces, especially on the defensive side of the ball, but they also bring back plenty of talent as well. Like you said, Talon and Tabry Shetron uh, both coming back. Uh, Talon and Tabry both committed to Oklahoma State. Um, Talon is a wide receiver, one of the top prospects in the country. I think that, you know, he's very, very talented. He's gotten better every year. He's gotten more consistent every year. Um, you know, the thing about Talon is he's never rested on that. He's never, oh, I've arrived, I, I've, I'm this or I'm that, or I'm going here, I'm going there. I've got this offer or that offer. It's, he shows up and works every day. Tabry's an emerging tight end who, who really last year kind of built his own uh, just kind of really showed that he can be a standout on his own as well. And you know, I think he's, he's just scratching the surface of what he's capable of doing. And when I mean, you see him, he's big and uh, got a huge frame. Uh, you know, and I think that he's a, he's an incredible athlete, just like Talon. Uh, he's he's an unbelievable young man. And earned earned a couple of offers this this off season, and and him and his brother ended up committing to Oklahoma State. Oh, it means a lot to me. Not many people get that experience playing at the highest level in college with your own brother, especially with uh, your your alumni friends and then your brother and his odd big family up there so not many people get that experience and i'm lucky to have it but they also have a uh, scott pfeiffer at quarterback who's about to be a senior he's committed to houston baptist so uh, those three right there are going to be really talented as well but santa fe has some more talent um especially up front that's going to be coming out this year and emerging have to replace uh, have to replace a bunch of big carries at running back too but santa fe is a place that never has an issue having to find a running back but you know they're expecting big things plenty of returners on, on both sides of the ball did lose a couple of really big names especially on the defensive line but santa fe is going to be right there again in conversation for the best team on the west side of the state and i expect them to have another deep run uh in the playoffs do they have the talent to get to the state championship game again most definitely um they start week one here in a couple weeks against Owasso. That's going to be a really big time game uh, for them. Owasso is a really loaded team this year, really deep team. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that game uh, for, for reasons just to see how both these teams respond to a really big time matchup early in the year. We'll finish it off with Edmund North and Oklahoma Christian Academy. Both schools are on a down year. Both schools won just one game. What do you know about them coming into this season? How do they plan on turning things around? Yeah, you know, haven't stopped by Oklahoma Christian Academy yet, but in talking with Coach Gray Powell and, and looking at some of their activity on Twitter, I know that they have a new quarterback this year. Jesus Guerra Mori. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, actually, is a is a move in from Douglas, and I remember watching him at Douglas these past couple of years. Really talented quarterback. I think he's going to have an opportunity to to really help the OCA offense. And I know last year OCA tried to go to the triple option for a little bit, and I think they went back to more of a spread look as the year progressed. But uh, you know, I think that uh, OCA has has an opportunity because of uh, because of uh, Mori coming in to have a have a really good uh, offensive scheme this year and we'll see how that plays out because they're again in a really tough district along with Cashin and and Crescent and some of those other teams but uh, looking at Edmund North talked with uh, coach Tanner Roof yesterday and and he's uh 
he, he's really looking forward to this season. You know, he's he's they, they think that they have a team. They finally have a little bit of experience. They have some really good players coming back, including Cedric Frazier, LeBron Jones, uh, linebackers, defensive backs, running backs. Uh, they're going to be playing a bunch of uh, really big key pieces for that team. Um, you know, also new defensive coordinator this year for Emmy North, Chris Berrus, who used to, uh, who actually was the head coach at Ada last year, and I forget how long he was there, but he's uh, he's someone who Tanner Roof is really excited about, thinks it's going to give a big spark to the defense, um, and they're expecting big things. You know, we just talked about Deer Creek. Deer Creek and Emmy North start the season against each other here in two weeks. That's going to be a really big time non-district matchup. Uh, which way is it going to go? I don't know. I actually think that's a really good uh, springboard as to both these teams' season because I think both teams can win that game. I think it's going to be a really competitive game, and I'm just excited to see how it goes. Hmm. Well, hey, Cam, thanks for joining the podcast. I appreciate it. Yep, thanks for having me. We'll be right back. If you've enjoyed this podcast or Cameron Jordan's coverage of high school sports, visit the Oklahoman's website and consider subscribing. Or download the app to get your news on the go. I'm sure you'll find something that you like. I'm James D. Jackson, and this has been the Oklahoman Sports Insider. We'll talk soon.